0: Hello Merlins! We are now well over a month into our school year and our students are bringing their A-Games to strive for their academic excellence. But with challenges up ahead, how do we become better academically? For today's episode of the podcast, we asked the top students of our school, their parents, and the teachers about what needs to be practiced for their academic success. Our first conversation begins with the first grade teachers of our school, Ms. Musi and Ms. Owen. We have two first grade teachers who are here with us to talk about academic readiness. Uh, can you introduce yourself?
1: I'm Mrs. Owen. I'm Mrs. Musi.
0: A lot of questions ahead, but um, I'm going to go with Ms. Owen. Uh, what is one thing that is essential for all students to prepare for their academic success?
2: Um, I think having excellent role models, parents who are involved and see their education as something important and something um, fulfilling as well. If parents are excited, that that whole attitude just kind of travels with their children. And so they're excited about school. They're ready to start. They want to be here. And that goes a long way. So having that support and... Um, modeling at home of reading and literacy that type of thing is going to set them up for success
0: having the right attitude of course that definitely helps um it will be a lot easier for us <laughs> if the all kids yes. if the all students uh, can behave in a good ways of course um anything else
1: um i was just i mean from more of a like the student standpoint maybe mm-hmm. just making sure they're coming prepared to learn and mm-hmm are listening, following directions, they're able to work together with the students around them. Just having the ability to collaborate is always important.
0: So in what way uh, can parents help our students to have better success in their academics?
1: I think just
2: making sure that you know their children come prepared, they've had breakfast, they've had adequate sleep. They're um, you know they're not having to stress or worry about things that, you know, are happening at home or not happening at home. Instead, giving them that peace of mind where they really can come to school every day and focus and enjoy being with their friends and collaborating and and learning new things instead of worrying about what's going on at home or the fact that, you know, get something to eat or
0: Right, because a lot of things that are outside from school can also hinder under academic learning if they're not getting their uh, full nutrients or full uh, adequate support. Right,
1: huh? I think to uh, communication for sure, whether it be with somebody in admin, but first and foremost, definitely the teacher. For you know, depending on how many children they have, each of their child's teachers need to know. You know, if there's something that might be going on at home that could create an issue in the classroom or among their peers and it's gonna surface eventually. So
2: Yeah, parents need to, you know, really understand that we're all a team. We're all here for their child. Um, you know, we're not wanting anyone to fail or not feel safe or not feel welcomed or loved. I mean we we're all in this together we want what's best for every single child and the best way to do that is to work together to communicate
0: what are some tips for our listeners uh to become better readers and problem solvers
2: um access to books first of all Mm -hmm. um if you don't have books at home then you know being able to take your child to the library or um take advantage of Inexpensive book opportunities that might come through from the teacher or the community. We have community libraries as well, but just making sure they have access to that, and then also giving them time to really discuss things. I know we're in that age where it's much easier to, you know, hand them an iPad or hand them your 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 cell phone, and Mm -hmm. oh, there you go. You know, just deal with that for a while. But if you don't really take that time to have a discussion then they aren't learning that either i mean you've got to model that for them and and take the time and really you'll kind of find out some interesting things about your, your child yourself if you're, <laughs> you're taking right.
1: the time to have some discussions so <laughs> i think too not not doing everything for them allowing them to make the mistakes right. so they can learn from them i mean that's you know everything follows into adulthood i mean for everything's done for us as a child and how are we going to do for it for ourselves when we go out into the world so it's like making everything applicable to to where they understand what they're learning now is important for their future you
0: know oh, definitely
1: setting up the stage
0: for the next conversation we asked our top fifth grade students emily and ranya to talk about their ways to prepare for the lesson. Okay, so we got Emelyn and Rania here joining us on our podcast today.
3: My name's Emelyn. My
4: name is Rania.
0: All right, so, well, the reason why you guys are invited is because you guys are one of the, the brightest, well-prepared students that we have in this school. So, usually, um, how do you prepare for a test or a lesson?
3: I would make sure that I'm ready and I take deep breaths and I would prepare the night before By going to sleep early And in the morning I would eat a good breakfast
0: So uh, eating a good breakfast That would help as well?
3: It would make sure that I have enough energy To yeah. take a test or a lesson
0: Yeah, I mean those energies uh, You need it Like I mean sometimes the test itself Can take a lot of toll So you need a lot of energies To kind of prepare for it.
4: Um, so I would I would be prepared the day before like I have everything ready for a lesson and if we have a study guide, I would study on that. If I don't, I would just look back at my journals and see what I have to like learn
0: like study guide journals, anything that we take a note out of it uh, would definitely help as well. Now Ranya, I might ask you uh, what do you need to do uh, when the lesson starts and um, what do you do after a lesson?
4: So before um, i would make sure i'm prepared like i have my pencil and whatever i need for the test and um i would take deep breaths so i feel like confident and after the test i would like pat myself on the back because i did (laughs) because i did good i (laughs) think i did good
0: and that confidence is sometimes like one of the most effective tools to have right yes yeah what about you Emily?
3: Well, before a lesson or test starts, I need to quiet myself down and make sure that I'm listening to the teacher, and I would listen very carefully, and I would take notes on whatever he or she says, and then when the lesson's over, I clean up after myself, and I prepare for the next thing
0: there you go so um, you know what certainly um, uh, the listening part it sounds easy but it's not sometimes you just need a lot of focus anything what do you do like after lesson
3: um uh... <laughs>
0: what do you what do you do at home like after all the schools are done what do you guys do at home
3: well I s- I don't really study that much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we'll take that out. (laughs) Um, But I'm just talking about, like, you know, like outside from lesson. Okay, like as as you guys go home and then you guys are done. So, what is thing that you do to kind of like, you know, just have a little mental break? Say,
3: well, I usually play a lot of games (laughs) and watch a lot of TV.
0: Okay. Um, and what about you, Rania? It's so fun. I watch the YouTube, yeah, I, I,
4: yeah, I
0: do. <laughs> you know, for me, it's kind of amazing that you actually watch and follow YouTube, you know, like those YouTubers and, and, yes, and subscriber. Oh my goodness. Who's your favorite YouTuber so far? Crew. <laughs> <Five> right. Five siblings. <laughs> Five siblings. Oh One my goodness. One
4: boy. Oh no.
0: Four girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are some tips you guys have for our listeners in order to become a better reader and a problem server
3: some tips would be to make sure to read a lot and when you answer a question you have to um make sure you're reading it carefully and pick your best choice and don't rush and take your time and if you don't know what a word is just try to sound it out
0: even though you're stuck at some things, you know, just try to sound it out. Try to do something out of it. That will be a good tip. For you. Uh, what about you, Rania?
4: So, like, you know how the star test is four hours? Yes. For <laughs> each for each question, you should, like, pace yourself. Ah. Um, so you can, like, so you can finish in that four hours.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and some tips would be, like, think about what you learned, like, during the time that you... Or yeah um Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um like just power through
0: oh okay so power through. um the pacing yourself it's kind of like in a way testing is more like a marathon right like it's like a running like you have to pace yourself like not goes too fast because then you're gonna get overborne or you you kind of miss out what you're supposed to look through Uh, but you can't go too slow where you're gonna miss a bunch of times you know so it has to be adjusted at the right, space, at the right pace uh, for you to kind of like, you know, tackle one problem at a time. And lastly, we asked two parent representatives, Ms. Nushin and Ms. Layla, to talk about their ways to help our children toward their academic success. Behind every successful student, there are parents who works for their child's good success and we have two wonderful parents here with us today to talk about academic success. So can you please introduce yourself to the audience?
5: I'm Lila, And I'm Lucy.
0: Yes, and we have uh, two parents of our brightest students here with us, joining us today. By the way, thank you guys for making your time (laughs) on your busy schedule uh, to talk with us about the academic success. So I have a couple of questions uh, uh, for you guys uh, as a parent representative. And uh, one of the question is, uh, what are some ways uh, you ensure that your kids have a higher level of education?
6: Thank you for, for having us. It's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for us, what we do is we just encourage things like critical and logical thinking, whether it's with schoolwork or just life in general. Um, If she has any questions or any issues, any problems, we always like to to talk through those things and kind of just communicate with her. I think that helps a lot with her her schoolwork as well, so she can kind of think on her own when she solves problems, homework or any schoolwork. And we also like to stay really involved with her school. So whether it's going to activities, staying in communication with her teachers through email, texting, going to meet the teacher, it's open house, things like that, so that way we know the, also the expectations of, of the teachers, so we know that she's staying on top of what she needs to do.
0: So, uh, so stay on the top is always a, one of the priority as well. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of people also uh, need to understand that there is a communication part uh, that is very effective, that is very important. What about uh, you, Ms. Nishin?
5: Yes, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having us here. (laughs) Um, First of all, I try to monitor my kids' progress um, in school by checking their grades every day. And uh, when they bring their test home, I check what they got wrong. And then I go over it with them. And if all the time I try to tell them, just focus on uh, what are you learning. And if, they, if all of us, we are human and we can make mistakes. So if you um, get a bad grade in uh, any of the subjects, that's okay. Just um, uh, have uh, faith on yourself and learn from your uh, mistakes and do better uh, next time. And um, another thing that we do is that we try to be in contact with their teachers, especially when I feel that they have some challenges in any subject. I go and, you know, have meeting with them and I ask their teachers for extra resources and more references. And uh, to be honest with you, all of the McNeil teachers are so helpful. Sometimes the parents are like, for example, they say that, oh, we don't do Okay, just go and ask when you (laughs) don't ask. So, (laughs) Uh, and uh, that is, you know, um, to be honest with you, I'm so happy with all of the uh, teachers in McNeil because they are really helpful. You just ask them and they're so happy to help and give you more resources and help your child to to improve in uh, education or anything.
0: Yes, and then that communication between parents and teachers are very vital and important. And yeah, for us, yeah, it'll be great if we can have a good open communications to kind of better improve and further help your child as well. Um, yes, thank you so much for those uh, two great answer. Actually, <laughs> this now I know like why uh, our students uh, are are being one of the best here. <laughs> so another uh, question that I may ask. For both of you is that what are there any routines or schedules or practice that you do with your child to help them academically
6: so we yes we have a we have a routine a daily routine it's really important um for us to keep her on on a schedule um so one of the things that i like to do is after school i ask her you know oh how was your day did anything interesting happen you know what did you learn today just to get, get her talking and and then maybe if she has any questions or let's just say something bad happened or something good happened you know just to kind of talk with her and and see what's going on and then homework is always important for us you know sometimes she has homework sometimes she doesn't so I'll ask her if she has any homework and that's one of the first things we want her to finish is always finish your homework first then she can go and relax or um, take a small break and then she does have extracurricular activities that she does practicing piano or dance or something like that and so we think that comes next So as long as she gets her homework done and any, for example, if she has any tests coming up, if she needs to go over anything or ask us any questions, that always kind of comes first. And then practicing next. And then we do have a strict dinner time and bedtime. (laughs) Um, So and, you know, sometimes I even try to, especially when she was younger, I tried to do it over the weekend as well. Um, you know weekends we kind of relax a little bit more but if we really truly don't have anything going on say okay it's dinner time and it's bedtime just so that way she can you know not lose any sleep or be tired so come Monday she's she's nice and awake and and rested Uh yeah
0: Um, yeah I mean I think it's very vital to have that keep that good uh, life balance within the family so that the child knows how to maintain that good balance uh, with herself to you know in order to grow if that's something that I, even, I need to learn <laughs> because I don't think I have a good life balance <laughs> as I really check it out. I'm like, oh, maybe that's what's wrong with
6: me. It takes a long time <laughs> to get there.
0: <laughs> I, I think it's it, the practice really needed for me. I really, <laughs> I really think that. Uh, what, uh, what about you, Ms. Machine?
5: Yes, uh, we have routine, and when they get home from school, they follow a specific schedule. For example, after getting some snack and getting some rest, They start with their homework, and then if they have a a test next day, they would study for it. Then they practice for their music lessons or extra activities that they need to do. Uh, Also, um, I try to teach them good study skills, how to be organized and to be disciplined. And uh, to be honest with you, one of the things that all the time I remind my my, my children to... Do is that start doing um, from the hardest part, when, for example if you have a test and Go and do it, and after that, go to the other ones that you you think that is important, but it's not necessary to do it. Now, um, I don't uh, even go and uh, help them out for uh, writing their schedule or, for example, the program for and the plan. They plan by themselves. What is yes. important? What do uh, What is the first thing they need to do? In the second and the third till, you know, they are done. And after, between each of them. Um, They ask for a break, of course I give them some break, but um, I am not monitoring them all the time. They just, um, I help them out in the beginning, but now they just, they know how to do that and they don't need my help. Of course, you know, I try to uh, go and help them if they need anything, but in general, they do it by themselves now.
0: Yeah, you know, actually a couple of teachers were mentioning about growing independence. They need to be taught at first, but once they're taught, they need to know how to do it by themselves. Even if it's not perfect, you know, sometimes there might be an error here and there. That's another learning process. They learn from that and then they can be better and they can be more independent. And I think that, that teaching how to be independent, uh, like you said, uh, I think it really matters. So, what are your goals for your child uh, for the rest of the elementary school year?
5: Um, actually, our goals uh, for um, this year is that during the elementary school year, keep being an uh, a, a student and to get masters in all of the stars, subjects. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also want her to improve her self-concepts and get to be more independent. Because uh, after elementary, it's a it' going to be a big difference between because I have a son that now is in junior high so I know how does it work so yeah. they need to be more independent mm-hmm. and uh, they're growing up yeah they are growing
0: up and then you know they need to know how to think on their own feet from now on and little by little they're kind of learning to flap their own uh, wings and <laughs> and try to find out of it so what's your goal for your child for his uh, or her
6: yeah so Um, Pretty much the same thing that I, since she was younger um, until now, I know she doesn't have two, she just has months left for for fifth grade, but Uh um, that was one thing too as well is, is independence, teaching her how to do things on her own, time management, you know, teaching her, okay, it's time to do homework now, okay, you take a break, she knows when to stop her break, she knows when she needs to start practicing. And same thing where she now knows how to do all of that on her own as well. So I don't, I monitor, but from a distance, kind of, you know. So, um, and we kind of worked on, I think, throughout the years here was just encouraging her to try new things. Right. So when she got invited to do, for example, the UIL competition, or she, she, she didn't know exactly what that was, and I said, well, let's find out about it and let's look and. (laughs) <laughs> so we researched it with other parents, uh-huh. um, and, and it turned out that she really wanted to try it. So we're like, okay, let's try it. Um, so anything that new that comes up, we try to encourage her and support her. And so now I feel she's more confident with with different things, um, trying new things now. Right. And she understands now um, why the choices she makes is the, is the best choice for her.
0: There is a saying that it takes a village to raise a child and um, I really believe that at heart uh, where it takes the whole community to work and to take responsibility and to make an effort to make sure our students which are our future to grow in a good virtue Um, we thank you guys for listening to our podcast and please join us back for our next conversations have a good one thank you so much
6: thank you thank you